Welcome to the Manufacturing Executive Podcast, where we explore the strategies and experiences that are driving mid-sized manufacturers forward. Here, you'll discover new insights from passionate manufacturing leaders who have compelling stories to share about their successes and struggles. And you'll learn from B2B sales and marketing experts about how to apply actionable business development strategies inside your business. Let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of the Manufacturing Executive Podcast. I'm Joe Sullivan, your host and a co-founder of the industrial marketing agency, Gorilla76, where we help B2B manufacturers grow through revenue-focused marketing programs. Improved inventory accuracy, higher productivity in your facility, less required labor. This is what can happen when you put drones and AI together inside of a warehouse or distribution center. My guest today will show you what his organization is doing to lead inventory monitoring into a new era. Let me introduce him. Sean Mitchell oversees customer operations for Gather AI with customers spanning third-party logistics, retail distribution, manufacturing, food and beverage, and health and wellness. Sean has over 10 years of experience in supply chain and optoelectronic manufacturing, working in engineering, operations, and sales. Prior to Gather AI, Sean was with Fabrinet and Anybots. Sean received a BS in mechanical engineering from Cornell University and resides in Redwood City, California. Sean, welcome to the show. Joe, thanks for having me. Real pleasure. Yeah, it's great to have you here. I think you're doing some really interesting things, and we're going to get into what that's all about shortly here. But if you could start by giving our listeners a little bit of a sense for what your journey looked like to date, what led you to where you are today as VP of Customer Success at Gather AI, that'd be great. Definitely. My background really started, you know, in mechanical engineering. I, you know, went through, did my undergrad at Cornell and then started working at Anybots. And it was, it was exciting. I was a mechanical engineer going through designing a lot of the systems, getting to know, you know, a lot of the hardware and, and sort of some of the requirements, as well as just looking at, you know, how does a startup view their customers? How does a startup view its market fit? And, and unfortunately things didn't work out for Anybots, but what it did was it kind of set me up for, for an understanding of kind of the world of supply chain. How does everything come together? From there, I, I went on to Fabernet. Fabernet's a large contract manufacturer, really focused in high-precision optoelectronics. So everything from you know transceivers and telecom devices to satellite communication and medical or you know lidar units, anything that's very difficult to build and and really is kind of as high quality as possible. And that's really where I learned a lot of the applications of supply chain, as well as as kind of the focus on you know how do we make sure that that a customer is is at the forefront of the business model. The beauty at Fabernet really was I, I got exposure to a whole bunch of different technologies, but really in the manufacturing space, the biggest thing I, I realized is that you know you're you're really at the whim of of inventory, and so you know we we would consistently go through have amazing runs product and and then you know the the ERP would say hey yes you definitely have enough for your bill of material for your bomb and you can build out you know 100 units wonderful go through pull the kit and all of a sudden you realize you have a supply shortage. And not only do you have to inform the customer that you know, you're going to ship short, you're going to be delayed, but you have a line down situation in which you know, you've got potentially thousand dollars per minute being wasted just in a line that's sitting there idle. We looked at many different technologies and ways to, to kind of improve the, the ability to, um, to have a great understanding of your inventory and to make sure that the, the ERP or the, or the WMS is as accurate as possible. In this whole journey, I, I got to know, uh, Sankar and, and the founding team at, at Gather AI. 
really saw what they were doing and and kind of you know from a manufacturing perspective realized that this was this was revolutionary when it comes to the way in which you can understand your inventory and the gathers technology really is is based around the idea of providing visibility and traceability in the inventory systems so you know slowly but surely started to work with the team and and then kind of jump ship over to gather and i, I guess the the rest is history from there well, let's talk about Gather here. You you guys are doing something pretty innovative, I feel like. You're, you're putting drones and AI together inside of warehouses and distribution centers. Tell us a little bit about what Gather AI is all about. Absolutely. So, so what Gather does, Gather is a AI and a machine learning company that utilizes drones to fly through our customer warehousing and image every single inventory location, go through and from those images actually derive product information, whether it's a LPN or like, you know, unique identifier for the pallet as well as going through and conducting potentially a case count, reading text. So whether that's the information on the label, as well as information such as maybe a lot code and expiration date or anything else of that nature. And then from there, we do a direct comparison with the warehouse management or ERP system. And so the nice part then is that you're able to have the same traceability that you would have from a traditional cycle count where you're going through and having somebody scan the inventory with, you know, with a scan gun and an automated lift but at a much higher rate. And in parallel to that, you don't require any of the automated lifting equipment, as well as you have an image of every location. Typical inventory control person is doing 40 to 60 locations per hour. That's 40 to 60 pallets. However, with our system, one drone is able to do 300 to 450 locations an hour. You have an image of every single location. You have the the back end of, of machine learning actually going through reading, using AI to determine all of that information. And then from there, one person can actually operate up to three drones at the same time. So you can take one operator and do what you would do in, let's say, an hour, 60 locations. You could do over 900. That's pretty cool. And Sean, most of our audience is listening in right now as an audio podcast. But I know we talked about maybe having you pull up a dashboard and you can at least sort of narrate what what you're looking at. We can post a video to it, too. But would love to have you kind of get into the software a little bit. Absolutely. Would would love to do so. And, And here I can actually pull up one of our drones as well. And I'll be as descriptive as possible for, for your listeners. But effectively, the drones are what we look at as, as a consumable. It's really just a magic flying camera. It's the ability for us to go through and image everything. And so we actually do use an off-the-shelf drone. So the beauty in that is that they are as robust as possible. You know, We're able to go through and we're able to provide full service and full maintenance. We truly are kind of a, a machine learning and software company. And we just use the hardware to go through and, and capture the data. But looking at the dashboard, what you're able to do is to go through then and with the data that's captured by the drone, actually look at all the inventory. Now, before I get into the data, one thing I want to mention, the drones do fly themselves fully autonomously, meaning that all a user does is place them in the aisle so in front of the racking, say, hey, I'd like to fly aisle seven. It's go, drone will take off and start scanning. And, and each drone is able to do, you know, say 100 to 150 pallets every 15 to 20 minutes. All you need to do from there is just swap a battery. Once the drone lands, all of this information gets moved onto an iPad that's controlling the system. Once that iPad has Wi-Fi, all of that information is also visible on the web dashboard that you're seeing right here. Every single inventory location is then captured and displayed on this dashboard. What you're looking at right now then is a view where you can actually see all the locations stitched together. So the most recent image of every single pallet location. And what that allows you to do then is to virtually walk through the aisles of your warehouse. You can go through, you can look at each one, and you can evaluate the exception status. An exception being you know, anything that doesn't match the warehouse management system. 
So from here, what we've done is we've actually encoded on an image of every single pallet displayed out exactly as it would be in the warehouse in the aisle. It's image as well as in the lower left, a little box that says whether or not it is matching the WMS or it is an exception. So a little black flag means it's a match. You click on that image, you actually get a picture of the product itself, as well as you can also see then what was matched, what was read through the barcode, as well as what text was read. So in this case, we're reading also lot numbers as well as SKU based information. You have the image as well as you also have a date and time stamp and a location to make sure you know exactly where everything is. We also do empty location detection and those empty locations are highlighted in yellow and that means not only is this location supposed to be empty, but using machine learning, we're actually able to determine, yes, this is what an empty location looks like at our customers' facilities. And from there say, yes, this is in fact empty. Or we can go through and look at a location highlighted in red. And what that does is say, hey, this is a misplaced piece of inventory. This location is supposed to be empty. However, we found a product here. Go through, read that. Team is able to zoom in, zoom out, look exactly what's on the LPN and confirm what their next actions are. And you can actually go through and from here, create a work order and say, okay, like to go through and have somebody visit the location. We want to have somebody add it to the warehouse management system. We need someone to remove it from the warehouse management system, or we need someone to go through and create other custom actions. And from there, you can then create all of, all of kind of a work order for an individual. The other opportunity that this gives is, is to go through and actually have an exception view, meaning that instead of looking pictorially through the dashboard and seeing where everything is, you can just have a list of everything that didn't match. Go through one by one, action everything, and confirm that you know exactly where it is. And the way I put this to a lot of my customers is instead of going through and spending all day checking known good product, here's a list of issues, and you get to spend all day making sure that you're fixing problems. And so this is kind of the, the big revolution is, is in saying, let's utilize your team most effectively to solve the issues as opposed to you know checking what you know is already good. The final thing that you can do, the systems, you can also search. So you can go through and, and type in empty and it'll pull up every single empty location in the entire warehouse. And if you click on any location, it actually pulls up a picture and shows you that it is truly empty. And when it was found, you can also go through and look for an individual pallet. Let's say that something was misplaced. Go through, type in the last four digits, and it pulls up the pallet itself, tells you exactly where it is. And from there, once again, there's an image. And you do have that additional pictorial reference to allow you to not only say, okay, we believe it's here, but I know for a fact that on this date, it was found in this location. So Joe, that's kind of the, the basics of what we do. And I, I can dive further, but at least to kind of give, give a taste for your listeners, it's more than just lines on a spreadsheet. Very cool to see that in action. Make sure we post a video to that for, I think you did a nice job talking through it descriptively, but we'll, we'll post a video as well in the show notes so that um, anybody listening here can kind of see what that looks like visually. And that web dashboard that you saw, this is one of our customers who allowed us to share it as kind of a snapshot of their data. So we've created a custom dashboard and said, okay, based on this old data, this is what you're seeing. Nothing peculiar there. Awesome. Okay, let's take a quick break here. I want to let a couple of our strategists at Gorilla76 tell you about something pretty cool that we're doing right now for marketing folks in the manufacturing sector. Peyton and Brendan, take it away. So I'm Peyton Warren. And I'm Brendan Forrest. Twice a month, we host a live event called Industrial Marketing Live. Right now, we have a group of 50 plus industrial marketers from a variety of manufacturing organizations that meet up digitally to learn, ask questions, network, and get smarter. Every session has a designated topic. 
and one of our team members at Gorilla76 opens up by teaching for the first half hour or so. Topics have included how to do a better manufacturing webinar, getting started with paid social on LinkedIn, how to optimize your website for conversions, creating amazing video content, and so much more. After we break it down, we open it up to Q&A so we can help you apply all of this in your own businesses. This is pure value, no cost, no strings attached, no product or service pitches, just a 100% unadulterated learning experience. And on top of these live sessions, we've also opened up a Slack channel where attendees bounce ideas off each other and learn together between sessions. We're building a true community of manufacturing marketing professionals here. So if you or someone at your company has the word marketing in his or her job title, please consider telling them about it. They can visit industrialmarketinglive.com to register. We'd love to see you there. Sean, what are some specific applications of this technology that you think are particularly relatable or applicable to the B2B manufacturing audience of this show? Absolutely. So, so I think the first one really is in the speed at which you can quickly conduct a cycle count and potentially, you know, avoid the need of doing a, an entire physical inventory, or at least reduce the the reliance on physical inventory. And so, what I'm talking about here is is typically most companies are going through and they're scanning their inventory potentially anywhere from once to four times a year, right? You you may be scanning and going through the cycle counting program and saying, hey, we need to check every location annually, or we need to check it you know, semi or quarterly or even monthly. And so the beauty is instead of going through and maybe taking a team of, of somewhere between three to six individuals, you can actually have one person with a drone go through and, and conduct your inventory you know, at, a, at a fraction of the time. And what I mean by this is you know, one of our customers um, actually goes through their air cargo company and they would go and previously they needed 48 labor hours to scan their entire facility. So 2000 pallets, but they needed to check it every night because they are air cargo, meaning pallet goes in, pallet goes out. Anything that's left over overnight means it missed its flight, right? And so it took six individuals, eight hours a day to go through and actually scan this inventory. We provided two drones. And what that's done then is that's allowed one individual in under, in under five hours to actually go through and scan the whole facility. And they're able to quickly identify anything that's misplaced, anything that may impact and actually make sure it didn't miss its flight and allow them to use the other the other five individuals for other value-added tasks throughout the organization. So one, they're going through and instead of taking an entire shift to conduct this inventory, they're taking it and conducting it you know, half the time with one-sixth of the labor. The advantage there is you have speed as well as you have that traceability. You know, there's never a question of, hey, did somebody forget to check this? You know exactly where the drone has been. You have an image of every location and you have that speed, you know, be it 300 to 600 locations an hour for two drones or 900 for three, it allows you to quickly move through an operation. Any other applications or success stories that you'd like to tell Sean that kind of puts some of this into context? Absolutely. So, so we have other customers who have seen dramatic improvements in the, in the accuracy of their inventory. And so, you know, one of them had shifted from one warehouse management system to another. And so it lost a, a significant amount of inventory just in that transition. And so within the first two months of, of using our system, they were actually able to find $600,000 worth of missing inventory just because of the way in which we were able to image every single location and ensure that the speed allowed them to check that entire facility. Previously to that, it was taking you know three to six months to go through and, and have multiple operators working on shifts, slowing down their operation. Whereas we were able to say, hey, Fly when you have openings, go through and allow yourself to, uh, to inventory very quickly. So they were able to find a lot of missing goods 
And they were able to kind of reconcile between the two systems as they moved over. Most of our customers are seeing anywhere from a three to 11% bump in their inventory accuracy. Let's say that you had 89%, you're typically running it at 98, 99%. If you're running at you know 97, there's not much room, but we can still make you as, as efficient as possible and we can see the dividends throughout the operation. It's less about looking at improvements of the individual conducting the scanning and more how do you improve the operation going forward and ensuring that somebody's not going to a location that's empty. The line is not expecting product that isn't in the building, that you're able to go through and, and kind of look at economy of motion throughout the whole organization and use the higher accuracy and, and the higher the higher fidelity of data to go and, and make sure that you have exactly what you need. Sean, you told me in a recent conversation that ERP is, is only is only as good as the info that you put into it. Can you kind of unpack that one for us? Absolutely. So so I think if I if I think back to my time doing a, a surface mount technology, so PCBA manufacturing, we would go through and and our ERP would say, absolutely, you are ready to run this board. You'd call the customer and say, hey, look, we're going to run it. We're going to run it tomorrow. You'll have you'll have your first uh, units coming out on Friday. Follow on and balance of the build will come, you know, Monday, Tuesday. Everyone's excited. You're ready to go. You've got your team. You do your run review. Go through and Monday morning, you have the team pull the kit, right? Goes through. They pull out all of the inventory. Say, okay, yes, I have everything I need, except go through and they check and they go, oh, we ran out of something. The ERP said it should be here. However, it's definitely not. And nobody has taken the time to actually go through and double check that that location is ready. And so what that meant is, one, there's a huge impact to the customer. And two, there's a huge impact to the efficiency of the operation. For any manufacturing line, you want that line to be running 24 hours a day, every single shift and ensuring that no matter what happens, you're, you're making the most utilization of your personnel as well as your capital equipment. And so any of those kind of last minute emergency shortages, one, creates a slack in the operation and you'd have that line down Two, you typically have to do a rush by of the inventory to actually go through it and get the line up and running again. And so you're seeing, you're paying the price both in efficiency as well as in a, a higher price point for the bill of material items. Sean, as you look ahead to the future of American manufacturing, what do you see on the horizon? What gets you excited? So I think the, the biggest thing is data. It's traceability. It's, it's understanding exactly what's going on at any time. And it's about speed. I remember I was working in in Santa Clara, California, doing a lot of uh, NPI, new product introduction. And the biggest thing there was how do you get the highest quality product to the customer as quickly as possible, right? This this is the the kind of the huge value to to Nearshore. It's, okay, how can we solve for time? How can we solve for cost? How can we make sure that what we have is exactly what we need? I would see, you know, huge amounts of, of data and traceability coming in and allowing many companies to move more quickly and to ensure that you are able to hit the customer need. Because again, customers typically the most expensive part they have is, is their engineering team waiting for the part, making sure that they're able to validate and move forward from there. And then if you go through and you turn to a, if you move to a turnkey manufacturing line from there, how do you go through and ensure that you don't have any sort of downtime? That's all powered by data. That's all powered by abilities to use AI and to leverage the capabilities of machine learning to ensure that you have the correct things, whether that is you know the quality of the product that you're building or whether that's the inventory that you have, or whether that's a traceability system. Let's say that there's some type of, what is it? There's some type of, of event where you may need to go through and recall anything that was built. You have the traceability to know exactly what happened and you can do a root cause analysis very quickly. 
and you can make any any sort of necessary corrections. Sean, is there anything I didn't ask you about that you'd like to add to our conversation? So I think the only thing really, I guess I would add is the beauty of um, you know how you can leverage AI. I think the kind of from from the nice part on Gather side is you can apply this technology from anywhere inside or outside of the building. It really is kind of looking at how do we leverage more AI to allow companies to move more efficiently and to kind of increase production levels and, and reduce waste. And so like from, from the gather perspective, you know, we look at it as, as drones really just the beginning. And our technology is, is really in the software and everything else is kind of hands off from there. Well, it's certainly a topic that's that's everywhere right now. It can't open a news source without some kind of headline related to AI. So I think we're, we're going to keep hearing more and more about it at a pretty rapid pace. No, absolutely. That I appreciate. We're, we're doing our best to keep you newsful. <laughs> awesome. Well, Sean, I enjoyed the conversation. Can you tell our audience how they can learn more about Gather AI and how they can get in touch with someone at your organization? Certainly. So so I think the, the easiest way first is coming to our website. Um, it's www.gather.ai. From there, we've got lots of lots of information, testimonials, videos, explanations of our product. In addition, if you want to send us an email, sales at gather.ai. It's probably the fastest way to get a hold of my team and, and just understand, you know, exactly any questions that that any of your listeners may have and to ensure that we're answering them in, in the fastest way possible. Perfect. Well, thanks for doing this today, Sean. Definitely. Joe, a real pleasure. And, and thanks again. As for the rest of you, I hope to catch you on the next episode of The Manufacturing Executive. You've been listening to The Manufacturing Executive Podcast. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to learn more about industrial marketing and sales strategy, you'll find an ever-expanding collection of articles, videos, guides, and tools specifically for B2B manufacturers at gorilla76.com learn. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.